Today we're going to talk about the cash flow quadrant and how to truly understand it in its most simplistic form. Normally when I talk to other business owners uh, and investors, they kind of view the cash flow quadrant as something that's super complex and it is not meant to be complex at all. As a matter of fact, the cash flow quadrant um, <clears throat> is very easy to understand. It simply just uh, highlights the pluses and minuses, the benefits and the take backs or takeaways when it comes to uh, the different forms of ownership and entrepreneurship. So first and foremost, for those of you who do not know what the cash flow quadrant is, it's a simply, um, let's see, if you ever, if you ever, uh, I guess when they had recess, would go outside and you see uh, maybe like four square. So I want you to imagine four squares, okay? And every individual in the U.S. metaphorically stands in one of these four squares. And sometimes uh, people have the ability to jump in between all four, okay? Uh, the first square starts off with an E. It's not for entrepreneur, it's an E for employee. Uh, the second square directly underneath it is an S, and that S symbolizes the solo uh, or small business owner or the uh, solo solopreneur, right? Um, and then diagonal from there, the top right-hand side is B, and that B stands for big business. Uh, that's when you think of Coca-Cola, um, Facebook, normally businesses that are publicly traded on the stock market, all right? And then last but not least, that last square at the bottom right-hand side is an I for uh, investors. So, here's the deal. We look at this quadrant when it comes to taxation. We look at this quadrant when it comes to risk and liability. We look at this quadrant when it comes to profit, profit and, um, and ownership, okay? So... Typically, let's, let's think about uh, profit and ownership. Typically, um, an employee for, who's someone who's employed by a company who receives uh, tax statements, etc., um, they normally have zero ownership in a company, okay? They normally have zero ownership in a company. So they have less ownership. They typically, because they have no equity, have... Um, have less profitability, typically, and because they have no ownership, uh, less profit, that equates to them having higher liability. Now, we're not talking about liability from the stance of, you know, oh man, someone could get sued or they could lose their livelihood by getting fired from, this, from a, a particular company. That's not what we're talking about at all. When we say higher liability, we're actually talking about tax liability. So from a financial standpoint, they are less likely to get ahead because our current tax laws are actually in, they're in more favor for the other side of the quadrant, which is the investors and the, and the large businesses, okay? So investors and large businesses. Second to that, the individual that, has, that will have the most liability when it comes to taxation it's actually going to be the smaller business or the, or the, uh, the sole proprietor, per se. Uh, that individual is going to be taxed at a higher rate 
than a corporate 500 company, okay? One thing that's very interesting to, to notice is that um, an LLC gives the, gives the ability to have different types of taxation. Uh, can be taxed as a individual, right? So that, uh, that solo entrepreneur, sole proprietor. It could be taxed as a partnership. It could be taxed as a uh, S Corp and even a C Corp. So the LLC has more flexibility when, when it comes to taxation. There are some smaller businesses that still receive benefits and breaks similar, but not the same, but similar to larger businesses, okay? And much of that has to be with how that company is set up from a taxation uh, standpoint, all right? Now, the, there's more risk on the left side of that, of that quadrant. There is more, more, uh, more risk and normally more, uh, excuse me, more, excuse me, and normally less profit. The reason there's less profit is because there's normally more taxes being taken out, more tax liability. So it makes it less profit. Okay. So I hope that makes sense. And that's why it's called cash flow quadrant. You're getting less cash flow. This can be easily understand, understood um, for someone who is an employee. And when you receive your W-2 or you receive your paycheck, you notice all these different things that are taken out of your paycheck, right? Um, all kind of stuff, whether it's federal taxes, state taxes, God forbid, county taxes, um, Social Security, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. These things are take, taken, taken out, all these withholdings, right? Whereas for many businesses, they have the ability to uh, defer those taxes, pay them quarterly, monthly, uh, and sometimes even receive money back based on how, they're prop- how properly they're filed, all right? So I'm hoping that makes sense. Now, thinking on the other side of this quadrant, the business, the investor, they get many breaks. They get a lot more breaks. And primarily the reason for that is because they are providing employment. We're in a cap- we live in a capitalist society, and they want to congratulate, they want to reward businesses for creating jobs, okay? They want to reward businesses for creating jobs. And so the more jobs that they're able to create, essentially, uh, the more breaks they are allowed to receive, okay? And the reason why the government allows this to happen is because many of those um, t- many of those tax breaks, which ends up being more, more like a credit on the business's uh, end, ends up being a debit or a liability on the employee's end, okay? So the employer will shift the tax liability onto the employee, all right? And, and that's why you see things such as tax withholdings for this and that. Tax withholdings, just think about the word, that's not money that's being sent into the government or, excuse me, into the IRS immediately. If you're a W-2 employee, that is money that is actually being held onto by your employer. And many employers, because they, they, they get to hold on to that money, they may pay it uh, on the ninth month, they may pay, pay the taxes on the 12th month, some, some may pay it in 24 months. They have the ability to hold it for the corporate taxes and they can actually reinvest uh, that money. So that is really the biggest benefit. And when you take it a step further, 
the investors, because they own equity in those particular businesses, they also receive uh, breaks, tax breaks, okay? Because they're, they're, they have ownership of that business who employs hundreds of, of employees, all right? I hope that makes sense. Um, this is really a great way to understand the tax flow quadrant without being too uh, bombarded or drowned into all the high high fluiza type of uh type of jargon and thank you guys so much keep the keep the questions coming and i'll see you all on the next episode